Hi, I'm Eric, and this is Listen to Sleep, quiet stories and meditations to help you find a little peace at bedtime or anytime. We got some rain on the mountain this week, and even a little bit of snow up on the ridges. It was so beautiful the other day when the rain stopped that Bodie and I went out for a walk to go and have a look around. And Ashi wound up joining us. It's a lot of fun to take a walk with her. She's just so weird. If you'd like to see what our walk looked like and some great shots of late autumn here on the mountain, you can find a short video I made of the highlights from that walk on my TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube channels. You can find me at Listen to Sleep on all of those, or you can get links to my social channels on the website at listentosleep.com. I want to thank Tracy, Manuel, and Tina for supporting the podcast this week by subscribing to the ad-free version. I met Tina on one of my TikTok lives, where Ashi and I sit by the wood stove and chat with folks about life and answer their questions if they have any. It's a nice way to start the day, and I usually pop on in the mornings for a bit. So, if you're on TikTok in the mornings, Pacific time, feel free to join us. If you'd like to show your support for the podcast, you can do that for less than the price of one cup of coffee every month. You'll get every episode of the podcast without any ads a day earlier every week, along with some fun perks to help you sleep. You'll find more information on the website at listentosleep.com, or you can just click the link in the show notes. Your support is what allows me to be your bedtime storyteller and meditation guide, and I very much appreciate it. Another way to support the podcast, especially during the holiday season, is by purchasing a sleepy audiobook as a gift for someone you care about. You can get classics like Treasure Island, Winnie the Pooh, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, all read as sleepy bedtime stories by me, for just $5.50 each. And since you'll get a link to an MP3 that you can download, you can keep a copy for yourself and send the link as a gift. You can find all the audiobooks I've narrated on the website as well, listentosleep.com. Last week, I read part two of Gitanjali by the Bengali poet Rabindranath Tagore. It's a beautiful book of poetry for which he received the Nobel Prize for Literature. This week, we're going to finish up with part three. It's one of my personal favorites out of all the hundreds of books I've read on the podcast over the past three and a half years. Let's take a deep breath in and out. Just letting go of the day, feeling the weight of gravity pulling you deep down into the mattress. And another deep breath in. 
and out. Nothing to do, nowhere to go, no one to be. This is your time, quiet time. One more deep breath in with me. And out. If you get tired while I'm reading to you, that's okay. Just let yourself drift off. Gitanjali, part three. He it is, the innermost one, who awakens my being with his deep, hidden touches. He it is who puts his enchantment upon these eyes and joyfully plays on the chords of my heart in varied cadence of pleasure and pain. He it is who weaves the web of this maya in evanescent hues of gold and silver, blue and green, and lets peep out through the folds his feet, at whose touch I forget myself. Days come and ages pass, and it is ever he who moves my heart in many a name, in many a guise, in many a rapture of joy and of sorrow. Deliverance is not for me in renunciation. I feel the embrace of freedom in a thousand bonds of delight. Thou ever pourest for me the fresh draught of thy wine of various colors and fragrance filling this earthen vessel to the brim. My world will light its hundred different lamps with thy flame and place them before the altar of thy temple. No, I will never shut the doors of my senses. The delights of sight and hearing and touch will bear thy delight. Yes, all my illusions will burn into illumination of joy, and all my desires ripen into fruits of love. The day is no more. The shadow is upon the earth. It is time that I go to the stream to fill my pitcher. The evening air is eager with the sad music of the water. Ah, it calls me out into the dusk. In the lonely lane there is no passerby. The wind is up. The ripples are rampant in the river. I know not if I shall come back home. I know not whom I shall chance to meet. There, at the fording, in the little boat, the unknown man plays upon his lute. Thy gifts to us mortals fulfill all our needs 
and yet run back to thee undiminished. The river has its everyday work to do, and hastens through the fields and hamlets. Yet its incessant stream winds toward the washing of thy feet. The flower sweetens the air with its perfume, yet its last service is to offer itself to thee. Thy worship does not impoverish the world. From the words of the poet men take what meanings please them, yet their last meaning points to thee. Day after day, O Lord of my life, shall I stand before thee face to face, with folded hands, O Lord of all worlds, shall I stand before thee face to face. Under thy great sky, in solitude and silence, with humble heart, shall I stand before thee face to face. In this laborious world of thine, tumultuous with toil and with struggle, among hurrying crowds, shall I stand before thee face to face. And when my work shall be done in this world, O King of kings, alone and speechless, shall I stand before thee face to face. I know thee as my God, and stand apart. I do not know thee as my own, and come closer. I know thee as my Father, and bow before thy feet. I do not grasp thy hand as my friends. I stand not where thou comest down and ownest thyself as mine, there to clasp thee to my heart and take thee as my comrade. Thou art the brother amongst my brothers, but I heed them not, I divide not my earnings with them, thus sharing my all with thee. In pleasure and in pain, I stand not by the side of men, and thus stand by thee. I shrink to give up my life, and thus do not plunge into the great waters of life. When the creation was new, and all the stars shone in their first splendor, the gods held their assembly in the sky, and sang, Oh, the picture of perfection, the joy unalloyed. But one cry of a sudden, it seems that somewhere there is a break in the chain of light, and one of the stars has been lost. The golden string of their harp snapped, their song stopped, and they cried in dismay. Yes, that lost star was the best. She was the glory of all the heavens. From that day, 
The search is unceasing for her, and the cry goes on from one to the other that in her the world has lost its one joy. Only in the deepest silence of night the stars smile and whisper among themselves, Vain is this seeking. Unbroken perfection is over all. If it is not my portion to meet thee in this life, then let me ever feel that I have missed thy sight. Let me not forget for a moment. Let me carry the pangs of this sorrow in my dreams and in my wakeful hours. As my days pass in the crowded market of this world, and my hands grow full with the daily profits, let me ever feel that I have gained nothing. Let me not forget for a moment. Let me carry the pangs of this sorrow in my dreams and in my wakeful hours. When I sit by the roadside, tired and panting, when I spread my bed low in the dust. Let me ever feel that the long journey is still before me. Let me not forget a moment. Let me carry the pangs of this sorrow in my dreams and in my wakeful hours. When my rooms have been decked out and the flutes sound and the laughter there is loud, let me ever feel that I have not invited thee to my house. Let me carry the pangs of this sorrow in my dreams and in my wakeful hours. I am like a remnant of a cloud of autumn, uselessly roaming in the sky, O my sun ever glorious. Thy touch has not yet melted my vapor, making me one with thy light, and thus I count months and years separated from thee. If this be thy wish, and if this be thy play, then take this fleeting emptiness of mine, paint it with colors, gild it with gold, float it on the wanton wind, and spread it in varied wonders. And again, when it shall be thy wish to end this play at night, I shall melt and vanish away in the dark. Or it may be in a smile of the white morning, in a coolness of purity transparent. On many an idle day have I grieved over lost time. But it is never lost, my Lord. Thou hast taken every moment of my life in thine own hands. Hidden in the heart of things, thou art nourishing seeds into sprouts, buds into blossoms, and ripening flowers into fruitfulness. I was tired and sleeping on my idle bed 
and imagined all work had ceased. In the morning, I woke up and found my garden full with wonders of flowers. Time is endless in thy hands, my Lord. There is none to count thy minutes. Days and nights pass, and ages bloom and fade like flowers. Thou knowest how to wait. Thy centuries follow each other, perfecting a small wild flower. We have no time to lose, and having no time, we must scramble for a chance. We are too poor to be late. And thus it is that time goes by while I give it to every querulous man who claims it, and thine altar is empty of all offerings to the last. At the end of the day, I hasten in fear, lest thy gate be shut. But I find that yet there is time. Mother, I shall weave a chain of pearls for thy neck with my tears of sorrow. The stars have wrought their anklets of light to deck thy feet, but mine will hang upon thy breast. Wealth and fame come from thee, and it is for thee to give or to withhold them. But this, my sorrow, is absolutely my own, and when I bring it to thee as my offering, thou rewardest me with thy grace. It is the pang of separation that spreads throughout the world and gives birth to shapes innumerable in the infinite sky. It is this sorrow of separation that gazes in silence all nights from star to star and becomes lyric among rustling leaves in rainy darkness of July. It is thy overspreading pain that deepens into loves and desires, into sufferings and joy in human homes, and this it is that ever melts and flows in songs through my poet's heart. When the warriors came out first from their master's hall, where had they hid their power? Where were their armor and their arms? They looked poor and helpless, and the arrows were showered upon them on the day they came out from their master's hall. When the warriors marched back again to their master's hall, where did they hide their power? They had dropped the sword and dropped the bow and the arrow. Peace was on their foreheads, and they had left the fruits of their life behind them on the day they marched back again to their master's hall. 
Death, thy servant, is at my door. He has crossed the unknown sea and brought thy call to my home. The night is dark and my heart is fearful. Yet I will take up the lamp, open my gates, and bow to him my welcome. It is thy messenger who stands at my door. I will worship him, placing at his feet the treasure of my heart. He will go back with his errand done, leaving a dark shadow on my morning. And in my desolate home, only my forlorn self will remain as my last offering to thee. In desperate hope I go and search for her in all the corners of my room. I find her not. My house is small, and what once has gone from it can never be regained. But infinite is thy mansion, my lord, and seeking her I have to come to thy door. I stand under the golden canopy of thine evening sky and lift my eager eyes to thy face. I have come to the brink of eternity from which nothing can vanish. No hope, no happiness, no vision of a face seen through tears. Oh, dip my emptied life into that ocean plunge it into the deepest fullness. Let me for once feel that lost sweet touch in the allness of the universe. Deity of the ruined temple, the broken strings of Vena sing no more your praise. The bells in the evening proclaim not your time of worship. The air is still and silent about you. In your desolate dwelling comes the vagrant spring breeze. It brings the tidings of flowers, the flowers that for your worship are offered no more. Your worshiper of old wanders ever longing for favor still refused. In the eventide, when fires and shadows mingle with the gloom of dust, he wearily comes back to the ruined temple with hunger in his heart. Many a festival day comes to you in silence, deity of the ruined temple. Many a night of worship goes away with lamp unlit. Many new images are built by masters of cunning art and carried to the holy stream of oblivion when their time is come. Only the deity of the ruined temple remains unworshipped in deathless neglect. No more noisy, loud words from me. Such is my master's will. Henceforth, 
I deal in whispers. The speech of my heart will be carried on in murmurings of a song. Men hasten to the king's market. All the buyers and sellers are there. But I have my untimely leave in the middle of the day, in the thick of work. Let then the flowers come out in my garden, though it is not their time. And let the midday bees strike up their lazy hum. Full many an hour have I spent in the strife of the good and the evil. But now it is the pleasure of my playmate of the empty days to draw my heart on to him. And I know not why is this sudden call to what useless in consequence. On the day when death will knock at thy door, what wilt thou offer to him? Oh, I will set before my guest the full vessel of my life. I will never let him go with empty hands. All the sweet vintage of all my autumn days and summer nights, all the earnings and gleanings of my busy life, will I place before him at the close of my days when death will knock at my door. O thou the last fulfillment of life, death, my death, come and whisper to me. Day after day I have kept watch for thee, for thee have I borne the joys and pangs of life. All that I am, that I have, that I hope, and all my love have ever flowed towards thee in depth of secrecy. One final glance from thine eyes, and my life will be ever thine own. The flowers have been woven, and the garland is ready for the bridegroom. After the wedding, the bride shall leave her home and meet her lord alone in the solitude of night. I know that the day will come when my sight of this earth shall be lost, and life will take its leave in silence, drawing the last curtain over my eyes. Yet stars will watch at night, and morning rise as before, and hours heave like sea waves casting up pleasures and pains. When I think of this end of my moments, the barrier of the moments breaks, and I see by the light of death thy world with its careless treasures. Rare is its lowliest seat, rare is its meanest of lives. Things that I longed for in vain, and things that I got, let them pass. 
Let me but truly possess the things that I ever spurned and overlooked. I have got my leave. Bid me farewell, my brothers. I bow to you all and take my departure. Here I give back the keys of my door, and I give up all claims to my house. I only ask for last kind words from you. We were neighbors for long, but I received more than I could give. Now the day has dawned, and the lamp that lit my dark corner is out. A summons has come, and I am ready for my journey. At this time of my parting, wish me good luck, my friends. The sky is flushed with the dawn, and my path lies beautiful. Ask not what I have with me to take there. I start on my journey with empty hands and expectant heart. I shall put on my wedding garland. Mine is not the red-brown dress of the traveler. And though there are dangers on the way, I have no fear in mind. The evening star will come out when my voyage is done, and the plaintive notes of the twilight melodies be struck up from the king's gateway. I was not aware of the moment when I first crossed the threshold of this life. What was the power that made me open out into this vast mystery like a bud in the forest at midnight? When in the morning I looked upon the light, I felt in a moment that I was no stranger in this world that the inscrutable without name and form had taken me in its arms in the form of my own mother. Even so, in death, the same unknown will appear as ever known to me. And because I love this life, I know I shall love death as well. The child cries out when from the right breast the mother takes it away. In the very next moment, to find in the left one its consolation. When I go from hence, let this be my parting word, that what I have seen is unsurpassable. I have tasted the hidden honey of this lotus that expands on the ocean of light, and thus I am blessed. Let this be my parting word. In this playhouse of infinite forms, I have had my play, and here have I caught sight of him that is formless. My whole body and my limbs have thrilled with his touch who is beyond touch. And if the end comes here, 
let it come. Let this be my parting word. When my play was with thee, I never questioned who thou wert. I knew not shyness nor fear. My life was boisterous. In the early morning, thou wouldst call me from my sleep like my own comrade and lead me running from glade to glade. On those days, I never cared to know the meaning of songs thou sangest to me. Only my voice took up the tunes, and my heart danced in their cadence. Now, when the playtime is over, what is this sudden sight that has come upon me? The world with eyes bent upon thy feet stands in awe with all its silent stars. I will deck thee with trophies, garlands of my defeat. It is never in my power to escape unconquered. I surely know my pride will go to the wall. My life will burst its bonds in exceeding pain, and my empty heart will sob out in music like a hollow reed, and the stone will melt in tears. I surely know the hundred petals of a lotus will not remain closed forever, and the secret recess of its honey will be bared. From the blue sky an eye shall gaze upon me and summon me in silence. Nothing will be left for me, nothing whatever, and utter death shall I receive at thy feet. When I give up the helm, I know that the time has come for thee to take it. What there is to do will be instantly done. Vain is this struggle. Then take away your hands and silently put up with your defeat, my heart, and think it your good fortune to sit perfectly still where you are placed. These, my lamps, are blown out at every little puff of wind, and trying to light them, I forget all else again and again. But I shall be wise this time, and wait in the dark, spreading my mat on the floor. And whenever it is thy pleasure, my lord, come silently and take thy seat here. I dive down into the depth of the ocean of forms, hoping to gain the perfect pearl of the formless. No more sailing from harbor to harbor with this my weather-beaten boat. The days are long past when my sport was to be tossed on waves. And now I am eager to die into the deathless, into the audience hall by the fathomless abyss where swells up 
the music of toneless strings, I shall take this harp of my life. I shall tune it to the notes of forever, and when it has sobbed out its last utterance, lay down my silent harp at the feet of the silent. Ever in my life have I sought thee with my songs. It was they who led me from door to door, and with them have I felt about me, searching and touching my world. It was my songs that taught me all the lessons I ever learnt. They showed me my secret paths. They brought me before my sight, many a star on the horizon of my heart. They guided me all the day long to the mysteries of the country of pleasure and pain, and at last, to what palace gate have they brought me in the evening at the end of my journey? I boasted among men that I had known you. They see your pictures in all works of mine. They come and ask me, Who is he? I know not how to answer them. I say, Indeed, I cannot tell. They blame me and they go away in scorn. And you? sit there smiling. I put my tales of you into lasting songs. The secret gushes out from my heart. They come and ask me, tell me all your meanings. I know not how to answer them. I say, ah, who knows what they mean? They smile and go away in utter scorn, and you sit there, smiling. In one salutation to thee, my God, let all my senses spread out and touch this world at thy feet. Like a rain cloud of July, hung low with its burden of unshed showers, let all my mind bend down at thy door in one salutation to thee. Let all my songs gather together their diverse strains into a single current and flow to a sea of silence in one salutation to thee. Like a flock of homesick cranes flying night and day back to their mountain nests. Let all my life take its voyage to its eternal home in one salutation to thee. Good night.